Trenton 365. Oh, this is cool. With Josh Howard. Profiling the businesses, organizations, and people that make Trenton better. Hello, friend, and welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. Your website is trenton365.com. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com, and you can check out our Facebook page as well, Trenton 365 Show. You're listening over WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station, and the three-time Stellar Awards winning station. Website and Twitter are the same, WIMG1300.com and Twitter's just WIMG1300. Facebook page is WIMG1300 also. And if you're watching, it's over WPHY covering Mercer County, New Jersey, channel 25. In the studio with me, I have Kevin Parham and my new friend, uh, Janet Porter. Now, uh, Janet teased me a little while ago about her last name, and, and I will get her to, to share that later, but we're going to call her Janet Porter just for, for my uh, mind capabilities at the moment. So they're going to be talking about something that is an issue um, that is plaguing not only the Mercer County region, but I got to give kudos. Mercer County, New Jersey is one of the best locations in the country for homeless services. So we'll get into that in a little bit in just a moment. But besides that, we're going to be talking about an outreach program that's happening tomorrow, Wednesday, June 14th, 2017, with a rain date of June 21st, 2017, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And this is going to take place in historic Mill Hill Park in downtown Trenton, New Jersey, on East Front Street and North Broad Street. And uh, this is a location that has lots of things going on. Just a couple of weeks ago, we had the Pork Roll Festival there as well. And uh, we'll be starting the Levitt Amp Concert Series, which will be taking place every Thursday beginning June 29th. And yours truly, myself, I'll be there hosting those events happening every Thursday from 5 to 8 p.m. So more information about the Mill Hill Park, this program, and my guests and archives will be on the website, Trenton365.com. So, without any further ado, Janet and Kevin, welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. And I got to do a little tease here. So, Kevin and I go way back, and we were joking around earlier. Kevin and I knew each other when I had hair, and I can't even remember when that was. But, uh, but Kevin, it, when, when you see Kevin, you'll also probably notice his face and his image from the marketing for Mercer County Community College. Yes, Kevin yes. is prominently um, noted uh, on the marketing for Mercer <laughs> County Community College, and uh, it, it's just awesome how all this stuff always comes around full circle. So, Kevin, um, I, we'll let you go first. Normally, it's ladies first. We'll right. let you go first. So, Kevin, talk a little bit about your background and what you're doing here in Trenton. New Jersey. Um, my background, I, I'm a life, lifelong member here in Trenton, New Jersey, and um, I've been in Trenton all my life, all my life. Um, now, 49, 50 years now. So. <laughs> we weren't supposed to say that. Well, 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 I can say that. I don't mind telling people my age. There you go. Um, I have no shame. You know, I'm kind of transparent like that. Um, I work for a very important um, establishment. Our assignment is to end chronic homelessness here in the Mercer County area. And um, we are, I, me personally, I tell anybody, we, I think we're leading the pack. I mean, Bergen County, all the other counties, I don't think they're doing what we're doing um, as far as uh, touching or in, you know, encountering with homeless uh, people in the city of Trenton. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just overjoyed at my job. You know what I'm saying? I can't help it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, now you can, you can tell folks by his personality why I'm sure he was chosen for the marketing campaign for Mercer County Community College. Oh, yes, I want you to talk a little bit about that because Mercer County it's, College. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm glad to talk about it because I, I get stopped at by bus drivers. Always tell me, it's like, yo, I know your face. Are you from Mercer County? I said, yes, I go to Mercer County. What's your major? Communications, radio. Really? Oh, my God. Yo, is it a good college? Yes, it is. Okay, well, I'm sending my kids there. Okay, cool. Is this Mercer County Community College is a very interesting college. I mean, you got professors that care. Um, they knew my situation because as a former homeless person myself, um, they knew my situation, and they were like, yo, we got you. You understand what I'm saying? So it was it was very interesting. I mean, the years that I was there and next thing you know, I was like, Hey, um, Mr. Parham, would you be interested in doing a promo promotion? I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think nothing of it at all. And I said, Oh yeah, sure, why not? They said, Okay. 
I didn't have to sign anything. And everybody's asking, oh, did you get paid for it? Like, no, I didn't get paid for it. I just wanted to represent my college. This is my college. So I'm an alma, I'm an alma mater, alma mater. Yes, alma mater. For uh, Mercy County Community College. That's I'm awesome. I love my school. Wonderful. I, I love being a Viking. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, congratulations. Yeah, and that's and also had a radio station, too, as well. So, yeah. I'm awesome. school. Good. And uh, Janet, over to you now, please. You have a, little, a little bit about your background. Okay. My, my name is Janet Cleckley Porter. That was the teasing that was mentioned. <laughs> um, I am also a lifelong resident of the city of Trenton. I, I love the city of Trenton. Born and raised here, um, went to college, married my college sweetheart, brought him back and raised my family here. I am a 30 plus uh, year veteran with the city of Trenton, worked um, in different, uh, with different vulnerable populations. And I'm currently uh, the director of the City of Trenton Health and Human Services CEAS Center, C-E-A-S, which is an acronym for the Coordinated Entry Assessment System Center that's located at 509 Perry Street. Mm -hmm. um, our goal at the CEAS Center is to work with homeless individuals who are sheltered and unsheltered to assess and screen them and to link them to housing services. Mm -hmm. The CSIS uh, Center is a collaboration, has evolved out of a collaboration of county, city, and private partnerships. Um, HUD had mandated continuum of cares to create a coordinated system to work toward ending homelessness. And Mercer County, through the continuum of care, they um, the C system, the C center evolved as one of the components. Our partners include the Mercer County Board of Social Services, Mercer County Alliance to End Homelessness, Mercer County Department of Health and Human Services, in addition to the city's Department of Health and Human Services, Oaks Integrated, uh, Volunteers of America, we have Catholic Charities, and oh, of course the Rescue Mission of Trenton. Now, you're running down this list of partners, and um, I'd like for you to back up and, and just share a little bit about what the CEASE program actually does. What services that do they offer? Okay. As I said before, our goal is to assess and screen homeless individuals and to link them to housing-related services that will eventually lead them to permanent housing. What we do uh, has evolved in different stages. We opened initially in 2015, and our initial focus was on chronic homeless individuals to identify homeless individuals who have been sheltered for approximately one year or more who have a permanent disability that may be substance abuse, mental health illness, or a physical disability. So using data from people who lived in the rescue mission the, uh, there was a group of individuals, our partners, were able to identify people who were living in the rescue mission for the longest period of time. They took that group, which was approximately 65 residents back in 2015, used that group as our target group to end chronic homelessness. So what we do is we utilize uh, what we call COC vouchers, vouchers that the Department, U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development had earmarked for chronic homeless individuals. And we take those, um, we took the people that were identified, they would come to the C-Center, we screened them, and we would link those people to the agencies that had those vouchers. The goal was to ensure that those vouchers were used to those people that needed it the most. And of course, that um, this, the C-Center is evolving into a single point of entry for homeless people throughout Mercer County, but, but the, uh, the goal is evolving in stages. So again, we started with chronic homeless individuals. We um, moved to veterans. And we work closely with veteran services organizations, and we also have now a senior uh, project that's going on simultaneously where we're working with a group of seniors who live in the rescue mission shelter and surprisingly, well not surprisingly, seniors that we are finding also with our mobile outreach. Kevin and another gentleman came on board back in December when uh, we wanted to 
um, implement our uh, mobile outreach efforts to reach additional chronic homeless individuals because we realize that not all homeless individuals are sheltered. Mm -hmm. Not everyone wants to live in the rescue mission. We have people that unfortunately live in uh, streets, as you call, under the stars, and Kevin. Under the stars, right. And, uh, under the stars, and um, they're living in cars. Right. They're living in, um, uh, like, in, in parks mm -hmm. and what have you. So, yeah, that's, that's, they, they, they do not want to go to the rescue mission at all. So what we do, Kevin and another gentleman, uh, Louis, Louis, uh, Rivera. He has he has two Marcano. last names. He has two last names also. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Right, right, let's get this right. So, so Louis, Louis Rivera, Ricardo. Louis Angel Ricardo Rivera, Ricardo. Louis Angel, Marcada Rivera. That's his name. Want to give him a shout out? Yeah, for uh, give sure. Him a give him a shout out. That's my partner. Say what's going on. He's on point. And and Lewis, I don't know if you're camera shy or not, but if yeah. you'd like to come on at another time later, and we can talk about some of the work that you and Kevin and Janet are doing in the Cease program, I'd love to have you on because again, the whole, whole impetus behind this program is that the more people we can get together and have conversations and share about our personal experiences in a healthy, safe environment, yes. then we can start knocking down some of these walls and obstacles that are, are plaguing not only this urban environment of Trenton, but also the region as well. So Lewis, I'd like to have you come on the show next time and talk with uh, Janet and Kevin as well. I'm sorry. That's interesting that you mentioned that. Um, I'm also participating in an internship at Homefront. Homefront is a shelter for um, homeless families and individuals as well. And I, I facilitate a group there on Wednesday evenings and someone had um, was asking me about the group. And I use those words that you just used. Mm -hmm. A safe, supportive, encouraging environment, trusting environment that well, people uh, do not feel threatened mm -hmm. and uh, trust us in order to share so that we can be able to help them to move forward and also to empower them and give them the tools to become self-sufficient. And with that being said, and you since awesome. you opened that door, I wanted to share that one of the reasons why we hired um, Kevin is because Kevin was f uh, formerly homeless. Mm -hmm. And we thought that um, someone that was in that situation on shelter would be able to make contact, would be able to understand the struggle, and to be able to understand um, other um, unsheltered homeless individuals and make contact. And um, his approach would be respectful and sensitive. And that and it's really been um, outstanding, outstanding, outstanding response so far. Uh, me, myself, and um, Aunt, uh, Lewis have been able to engage and touch a lot of people that are in the streets. That's as I you know, told, said before, before um, sleeping under the stars, mm -hmm. especially now in the summertime, because you know they don't want to go be in a place where you know they're restricted to rules. See, people gotta have to remember that you know. When you become homeless, you gotta remember people used to have their lives before they became homeless. You understand what I'm saying? So when you come into a, 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 an environment where you know somebody's constantly telling you gotta wake up, you gotta do this, you have to do that, you, know, you have to take your medication, you have to do this, and they, they're coming from being free, sort of free, sort of free, as opposed to, you know, going into an environment where you know it's not safe or to them it's not safe then it's a problem mm -hmm. it's, it's a big problem mm -hmm. it's, it's and, an adjustment type of thing and uh and, and I want to give you kudos and edify you for the fact that you're willing to share your personal experiences. Yes. Yes. You know, it's this pendulum of life swings. You know, there's a lot of people who are out front aggressively sharing their points of view, their perspective, and sometimes in a threatening manner. But for that pendulum, when it swings back, we need people like myself when I share about, you know, mental illness and my personal family, you know, how I grew up, and you sharing about your homelessness. That's the balance of how we make life better for everyone. We're just about up on a break, um, but when we come back, I'd like to discuss more about that and give you an opportunity to encourage some other people who are listening. And for some uh, folks who may know someone else or be in a situation themselves where they're hesitant to open up, to share their experiences, whether whatever they are. As uh, Pastor Karen says, my pastor, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But we need to get to that point where we start revealing ourselves more because that's the only way that we're going to help the latter generation. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You're listening over the three-time stellar award-winning station, WIMG. 1300 and we'll be back after a short break. And some of that too has a lot to do with shame.
And welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. The website's Trenton365.com. In the studio with me is Janet Porter and Kevin Parham, and we're talking about homeless prevention um, and issues that are happening. But more than that, there's an event that's happening tomorrow, Wednesday, June 14th, with a rain date of June 21st. And this is going to take place in the historic Mill Hill Park in downtown Trenton, New Jersey, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., and it's called the Cease, C-E-A-S, Charlie Echo Alpha Sierra Center Homeless Outreach. And again, this is happening tomorrow, Wednesday, June 14th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And the folks who are watching on TV, you'll see this on Friday. However, this will give you an opportunity to get that organization in your mind. And you can give them a call, 609-989-3722 for more information. And more importantly than that is to think about how you can be more involved in this process. Um, You may not be affected by homelessness yourself or at least at this current moment but you may know someone or you may be interested in helping someone so to do that you can give a call over to 609-989-3722 609-989-3722 kevin and just before the break you know i was i was talking to you um edifying you for being open about you know your homelessness situation and we also started the show off by talking about now you're you're a a local celebrity you know on the campaigns for Mercer County Community College you're on the billboards you're on double campuses you're on buses you're on billboards (laughs) all over the place so so obviously there's opportunity for anyone's situation provided the right environment for this to be a temporary thing and to move on. And I'm sure the CEASE Center is, that's part of what your mission is. But can you drill down a bit more on your personal experience and how that's translated to you working now for the CEASE Center? Okay. Um, has, when I was, uh, when I was homeless, it wasn't because of uh, no drug situation. Um, it wasn't because of, uh, uh, um, you know, I was part of any you know, um, you know, like, you know, any kind of mental illness or anything of that nature. Um, my situation was a little bit unique because of, you know, finances and money. <laughs> saying, I mean, wasn't budgeting correctly. And you know, I'm not afraid to express that because a lot of the people that I used to be in the mission with came under that same situation. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, we weren't people about, you know, going out and drinking a lot, and, you know, doing whatever it is we wanted to do. We were just, you know, it, we were just there because of, you know, we didn't budget our money correctly. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have anybody to t- tell us or teach us how to budget your money. And that was a, you know, that was one of the things. And then, of course, of other deep personal stuff that I was going through at the time as well. Um, even though we are 1300WING, I can honestly say, yo, this is by the grace of God, mm-hmm. you know, because um, in the ministry that I'm a part of is um, Bishop Henry Moses and Pastor Glory Moses and, and their prayers and, and the Fellowship Restoration family, you know, praying for me and letting me know that, yo, you're going to be all right with this, you know, mm-hmm. so um, everything happens for a reason, for real. That's not a cliche. <clears throat> That's not something that, you know, it happens, you see what I'm saying? The question is, what are you gonna do with it? Mm. That's the question, you see what I'm saying? Because all things has an expiration date, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Everything has an expiration date, and no problem can exist without a, pre- a solution being present. So I live by that, you understand mm. what I'm saying? So as a result of that, I was able to just come up out of my situation and just be like, okay, you know what? I have a son, you see, I have a 10-year-old son, who I love dearly, and as you can see, I, I have on my heart. I mean, something that this was another reason why I, I got up out of my situation as well. You know, because anytime you have an eight-year-old tell you, um, "Dad, I'm praying for you, Dad." You know what I'm saying? So it was like, "Oh, wait a minute, hold up. Okay, I gotta come up out of this." Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I said, "No, it's time for me to go." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bye bye. You know. So um, got jobs. But that was an ongoing situation. And next thing you know, I end up 
working for you know warehouse work where it was like oh my god I gotta get up out it was you know sweltering and you had to wear these hot boots that came all the way up here and the steel toe and oh no this was not for me and I'm older you know I'm not younger you know so it was like oh I gotta go my feet were hurting and oh mm -mm, gotta go gotta go so next thing you know what I mean I ended up working at uh, Amazon um, by brand um, and then ended up being here at the C Center and Janet Porter and big shout out to all the people at Arm and Arm and Cynthia Mendez and just I mean they believed in my situation and in what's going on and in the, in the process of writing a book or two as well so it was it was it was I mean my journey was a very interesting journey <laughs> to say the least um and I but somebody told me today that you know you may not be where you wanted to be at but you are where you are now because of the simple fact that you're helping people mm -hmm. and that blessed me I never looked at it from that perspective at all because I was just like, okay, it's a job. Because, you know, well, you know, when you're in college, the professor's constantly telling you in your head, being in your head, don't worry about a job. Think, focus on your career. Don't worry about a job. Focus on your career. The difference between a job and a career, a job is something that you have to do. A career is something that you love to do. So I, I went by that. You understand what I'm saying? So it was like, yeah, i got to find something that I love to do. But then when I heard that today, it put a whole other perspective on the situation. I was like, wait a minute. Spiritual. Yeah, it's very sometimes, spiritual. Sometimes God takes us through things in order that we can help others. Exactly. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Let me let me rewind the track a little bit. <laughs> Stop from start from the beginning and then work my way up to where I am today. And under know and understand that hey, you know what? No, I'm not at a radio station now. But somewhere along the line, I'm going to get there because uh, people are going to remember me from Mercy County. Mm -hmm. They're going to remember me from this broadcast. They're going to remember me from any podcast or whatever. They're going to be like, oh, yo, he was homeless. For real? Oh, wow. I never knew that. You know, especially people that know you from, what, like you said, 20-something years. They look at you like, hey, Kevin, I didn't know that, man. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that rocks me about the situation is, well, why you ain't call me and tell me? Hey, come on. Well, that, that that in itself is a whole whole nother conversation. But but just the fact that that again, you're taking your situation, sharing your experiences, right, and other right. people are recognizing you're helping other people. Right. I mean, that's that's the impetus that's of being the, a human being. Hey, that's the, oh, and and I don't know how we've gotten away from those simple things. You know, I can tell folks. I grew up in a youngest of seven children mm. you know there was always someone from the family around and then two doors down was my great aunt and mm -hmm. then next to her were my maternal grandparents right, right. so there was always someone around who you were learning from and i'm not saying it was a perfect situation but it was a situation where it was a community right. and because it was this community there you knew hey so-and-so needs some help with something or we're all going to do this today mm -hmm. or we're having dinner tonight or those types of things. And I don't know what's happened to us culturally, no, culturally where we've gotten away from that. Yeah, gotten but away from that. I feel super energetic that I can use the platform that I have to share yes, my experiences, exactly. but also to hear from both of you mm -hmm. the same exact thing. And all my guests, they all, everyone's feeling this energy like mm -hmm. something's welling up inside of me. I have to do this. Um, it's not what I went to school for, right. but I feel I've got to help my community. I've got to be and more involved, et cetera. This is Please. a way of giving back. Like it never, um, Throughout my career working with the city, I've worked with um, different mayors as their aide, <clears throat> excuse me, but as a, in the um, Department of Health and Human Services, I worked with uh, ex-offenders, people that received TANF and general assistance, seniors, youth, and people in gangs. But never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that I would be working with homeless individuals. But we look at this, and most of the people, and I want to give a shout out to the folks at the C Center, we look at this as a, a ministry. We're in government, but we look at it as a ministry because it's a higher calling. Yes, the, the system oversight team, they have goals, but we're working beyond their goals. We're working to touch more people because for us, it's not about the numbers. Kevin mentioned that the reason why he was in the situation was because of um, the lack of budgeting skills. What we are finding now when we um, uh, engage with homeless individuals, some of them had um, high-powered jobs. Some homeless individuals are currently working. Many of them have uh, 
financial assistance, they get SSI, or they get TANF benefits. Unfortunately, some of those that um, receive SSI benefits, they have what you call representative payees, and their payees get the money, and the, while the um, person themselves, they don't get it. We found people whose parents lived in the rescue mission while the child uh, was getting uh, was the recipient of their benefits. So we, there are so many different factors that involve uh, reasons why people are homeless. Also, the lack of un, uh, affordable housing, especially in Mercer County, low incomes, many people on public assistance. Uh, public assistance uh, rates have levels have not increased for one reason or another and then social policy depending on who the governing body is you have either uh, progressive uh, policies that support and pour financial resources into um, services for poor people and then you have those that may be more conservative that want to take services away so there's like there's not one factor that you could point to as a reason for people becoming homeless i said today before i left home front that some people are one check paycheck away you know um sickness a, a sickness uh, someone could get sick and then uh lose a job and you can find yourself out of um you know out, out in the street which is what um which is really sad but i, I want to also talk about with this mobile outreach that Kevin and Lewis are a part of, which is the, the newest um, component within the C Center. Before Kevin and Lewis were hired, um, I facilitated a, an outreach team that was comprised of veterans organizations, ex-offender groups, and mental health agencies, and the rescue mission with city officials. These were groups of uh, individuals that went out. We call that mobile outreach. You go into the community, you go to the, tra the transit center, you go the highways, the byways, you look for unsheltered individuals. And what we uh, did was, once we engaged them, we created in our office, the CISA office, what we call a matrix. We create a matrix on an Excel sheet, but we also put information in what we call a homeless management information system, also known as HEMIS. And, you know, I, I want to stop you there, Janet, because we're up on a break. I but I do want you to go into detail about that because I think the mobile outreach. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of those uh, services that I think most populations don't realize that that is available. I think people yes, generally think of brick and mortar sites, well I have to go there, well I don't have transportation, mm -hmm. or the weather's not good so mm -hmm. I, I can't go there. Right. Well we want to eliminate as many factors as possible exactly. and this is one of them. So we're going to be talking more about, about the, the mobile outreach in a moment. I'm speaking with Janet Parker and Kevin Parham and we're talking about the homeless outreach event which is going to take place Wednesday, June 14th, 2017 with a rain date of June 21st, 2017. It's from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Mill Hill Park, downtown Trenton. More information is available the, on by calling 609-989-3722. So I'm speaking with Janet Parker and Kevin Parham of the CEASE Center. We'll be back in just a moment. When you come back on, can you... What is that for? And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard, and I've got to make a clarification. It is Janet Porter. Not Parker, Janet Porter and Kevin Parham from the Cease Center. Um, most people know I do butcher some names. Maybe it's because of getting my name butchered all those years when I was a kid. But uh, we've been talking about... <laughs> so we've been talking about the City of Trenton's Department of Health and Human Services and the Restoring Heart Ministries present the Cease, C-E-A-S, Charlie Echo Alpha Sierra Center homeless outreach event which is taking place Wednesday June 14th 2017 with a rain date of June 21st 2017 it's going to happen happen at Mill Hill Park in downtown Trenton New Jersey and it's happening from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. and during the break Janet was sharing that this is one of four events that's going to happen Janet can you just talk about those four events and then go back to talk about the mobile outreach program sure um, the mobile outreach there's the mobile outreach team and what we um have decided to do was to take the services to the people. It's um, previously before we had this team, 
there was just an effort just to focus on one area of the city of Trenton. They think all of the homeless people live around the Trenton Transit Station. That's unrealistic. Mm -hmm. That's unrealistic. So our team is comprised of, again, of mental health agencies and shelters and people that work with ex-offenders and Social Security. And so what we decided, let's take the resources to the people. So we, start, we started with this, uh, this one in the North Ward that will be held at Mill Hill Park. We're going to hold one in July, August, September, and October. Mm. Hit one in each four wards of the city. But in addition to this outreach event, what the mobile team does is we have mobile outreach where we go into a particular neighborhood to engage individually homeless individuals on an individual basis. We gather their de demographic data so that the team, Kevin and Lewis, can follow up with them. Mm. We put that information on a matrix and enter it into a system so that we can keep data on them. And then we follow up with them, bring them into the C-Center, which is uh, like a one-stop for homeless individuals, and we uh, link them to services. If we find that they have like um, health care already, and if they need access to for financial services, we'll have them meet with someone like a SOAR worker that will try to qualify them for SSI benefits. We have a very good relationship with Mercer County Board of Social Services. We'll link them to those resources. So that we're using the C-Center as a hub for homeless individuals who are sheltered and unsheltered. But we also see people that walk into the C-Center. So everyone is not referred uh, from the rescue mission. Everyone that we see is not chronic. Many of the seniors that we see already receive, some of them receive pensions or um, SSI benefits, but they've been misplaced or displaced, I'm sorry, um, because of family members. And so what we do is engage them. We, we, we engage a lot of people for about a month or two, because as Kevin said before, when you're moving, when you, you had a life when you were, when you had housing then there's an adjustment period that takes place. Many people lose, tr lose uh, trust in the system, so they have to regain trust. We're meeting people that have uh, like barriers and they have guards, a lot of guards up. So sometimes the engagement for us takes time. What we do at the C-Center is that we offer coffee, right, Kevin? Mm -hmm. coffee, we have donuts, food, donuts. donuts We've, um, we're successful with our partners in helping approximately 75 people yes. get housed. Yes. We have what we call a housing success session. Kevin yes. saw that. Yes, Kevin saw did. that a couple of weeks yeah. ago. It was a party. Very, very <laughs> emotional yes. for people who were homeless to come back. And what they do is take their keys. It's really emotional. Yes. And they will hold up their keys and say, I have my own key yes. to my own door. I don't have to stand in line to use the bathroom. Mm -hmm. No one has to tell me when to get up or when to get out. It's very emotional. So we have these housing success sessions every quarter for them to, to talk about and to share with others um, their experience, to show us, to teach us if there's some things that we need to know to prepare for future groups of um, homeless individuals. And we also use those people that were housed to come back and speak to those that we're now engaging. Because we're employees. The reason we, we, we hired Kevin was because he was one of them. It's more powerful when they can receive the message. I did it, right, and they can relate. They can relate. A personal testimony. To a personal testimony. And also, I, I, I want to also point out um, that not only do we, we also work with youth as well. Um, we want to give a big shout out to Mr. Ben Thornton um, from uh, Anchor House as well. Um, dealing with youth, um, the language, the language for the youth is totally different when you're engaging with them. You can't just say, oh, okay, but well, we're here working, looking for homeless people. You have to redirect the, the youth. It's totally different when you're dealing with talking with the youth or engaging with the youth because when you're dealing with the youth you have to say something other than homelessness mm -hmm. so that they, they don't understand that not yet anyway anchor house is one of our partners so they they deal with youth up until i think it's 26 but the c center deals with 18 and above so they i use the term young adults but some people call them as youth 
but with this, I want to talk a little bit about this. Um, I was uh, the group that we had. So before Kevin and them came on board, I said before we focused on one area of the city. And when Kevin and Lewis came on board and started attending the meetings and trying to get them to, to have like a major role to, to lead, the other partners were so intrigued. I want Kevin and Lewis to go out with me. They know where to go. They know the real, they, they find real people. We don't go in a circle. I want, you know, and, it, and you can see the impact because again, both of them have, have a lived experience. And I, I want to interrupt you just yes. there because that is an economy. Yes. That is a currency that I think oftentimes people forget that. Mm -hmm. yes. Your social capital mm -hmm. is just as valuable as cash money. Yes. Because you can throw cash money, like programming to just one particular area and not showing anything. Right. Mm -hmm. But the right person in the right setting with the right resources right. can change the whole dynamic. And I think in a capital city like Trenton, less than seven and a half square miles, yes. right. where we yes. have well over a hundred churches, well over probably a thousand nonprofit organizations. Exactly. We've got to change our mindset when it comes to the currency and the economy. Yes. Right. If yes. there are people who are connected, mm -hmm. who have the ability to go to different networks and, and are involved in the subculture, mm -hmm. they need to be compensated for that knowledge exactly. and not to be over abused right. asked to just volunteer mm -hmm. no that's a profession that is there's a science to that mm -hmm. and not everyone can do that right. and right. you're doing that now mm -hmm. so again I want to encourage you and to all the other nonprofit organizations that are out there who want to do some type of research or outreach work Throwing money isn't necessarily the best thing to do. It's the programming, it's having the right people involved, and it's not always utilizing the students from colleges to come in and to do the work for a semester or for a year. It needs to be a, a bit more cohesive and it needs to be, the strategy has to change. And it's not a matter of slow evolving because slow evolution is what has gotten the city of Trenton and other cities like it throughout the country, post-industrial cities, in this place where we are now. And this isn't some political rant that I'm going on because I'm running for any office. That's not it. I'm a human being and I love human beings and I think that we have the ability to fix most of the problems that we have if we just refocus our attention. And let's not talk about how many degrees we have or where we live or the car we drive. Let's just come together and say, hey, look, let's end homelessness. Let's end literacy efforts. Mm -hmm. Let's make sure that everyone in this county has clean drinking water. Mm -hmm. Let's make sure that everyone has the ability to use transportation, whether public transportation, or let's get a bicycle in the hands of every single person. So, so that's, that's where we are going with that. So Kevin, back to what you were saying, my apologies. I was gonna say with um, Jacques, that's well said. Because with, well said because with uh, the C Center, we're looking at that again as the single point of entry for homeless individuals, sheltered and unsheltered. And this outreach event is going to serve a twofold purpose. It's out, as we know, government is limited and government can't do it all. We need help. We need uh, agencies to partner and collaborate with us. You have so many scattered services. I'm doing this, this person is doing this for homeless, this person is doing that, this person is doing this. We need to be able to come together, have a concerted effort, quality effort, progressive effort to move forward so that we can do something about this problem. We are, uh, with, this, with this outreach event, we want to be able to identify additional partners, identify additional partners and services. Not so much the, um, the giving out the clothes and the giving out the food, but the, the housing related services. Like, for example, at the C Center, we help people get IDs. We link people to income. We help people to get their social security cards. We um, help people, um, we refer them to agencies that will help them with their uh, criminal background right. records. Right. We have housing related services there at the C Center, but we also need those other partners that will be there tomorrow that substance abuse treatment, uh, financial planning. We link a lot of people to uh, the Family Guidance Center to get representative payees because now, what people are doing, they're checking backgrounds, and if a person has an eviction, 
that's a, a mark against them. So what we're doing, we're writing letters now, we're advocating. We have a nurse, a nurse on site at the C Center. So that link to link people to health services. We have a van where we transport people to services. So we, we're just trying to bring everything together and to make a, a concerted effort. And but, not to mention the courts as well are involved mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're, we'll get back into that in just a minute. We're up on another break. We've got to pay some bills here. So uh, we're, we're Janet Porter and Kevin Parham of the CEASE Center. And uh, we're talking about an event that's happening tomorrow. It is the Homeless Outreach event that's going to be taking place Wednesday, June 14, 2017, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And we'll be back after a short break. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. You can send an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. The website is trenton365.com. You're listening and watching over WIMG 1300, and the website is WIMG1300.com. And television is WPHY covering Mercer County, New Jersey, through the Verizon Corporation Channel 25. The rebroadcast of the television portion will happen on Friday night at 11 p.m. Archives are available on the Trenton365.com website. And uh, we're talking tonight about the CEASE Center, which is in partnership with the City of Trenton, Department of, Human, uh, Department of Health and Human Services, and Restoring Heart Ministries, present the CEASE, C-E-A-S, Charlie Echo Alpha Sierra Center Homeless Outreach Event, which is happening Wednesday, June 14th, 2017, and with a rain date of June 21st, 2017. This will take place from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. in downtown Trenton at Historic Mill Hill Park. There will be lots of vendors, community partners, and services will be available. This is a free event. If you have questions, if you'd like to donate services, like to have your organization there, or if you'd just like to learn more about it, you can call 609-989-3722. 609-989-3722. Janet Porter um, is um, leading up the CEASE Center, and uh, this event is not the only one that's going to take place. There's others that are set up, monthly events. They'll take place in different parts of the city of Trenton because, as we know, um, there is no one particular area where any one particular thing takes place. So it behooves us to do the right thing, do our research, like the C-Center is doing, and we're going to have these events. I'm saying we because I'm supporting this. Right. But um, the C-Center is going to be doing these in multiple locations throughout the city of Trenton. But, again, you can call 609 989 3722. Again, the archives of this will be on the Trenton365.com website, and um, audio of this as well will be pushed out through social media as well. So, Janet, just before the break, you were talking a bit more about the mobile outreach program, and then you were about to talk about some other technology that the CEASE Center is, uh, air quotes, working on. Yes. We are uh, working with a, a vendor that has created an app, a, a, a mobile app that the outreach team can use when they go out um, to engage homeless individuals. This app is a very sophisticated app which, which will allow them to obtain information, obtain location, and also uh, we will be able to let um, link that app to telephones that homeless individuals have. If they need help, they can push a button and it, it will uh, contact any one of the agencies. Um, that app will allow us to conduct reports of how many homeless people were engaged in a particular area what type of services homeless individuals need. That um, app was introduced to um, my department director and it's currently um, under review. So um, we're keeping our fingers crossed so that we can move forward because we want to be progressive with that. And you, you said that earlier, we, we, um, we have to be able to move forward and um, sometimes think out of, the, out, out of the box when we want to um, engage vulnerable members of the community because we can't use the same tactics sit back and expect them uh, to come to us. We have to go out and engage them. We have to be um, empathetic, sympathetic, approachable, you know, and, and accommodating. Mm -hmm. And as I said earlier in the, in the broadcast that I, uh, I appreciate my staff because we look at this with government workers, but we look at this as a, as a ministry. We have partners that are stationed at the C-Center uh, we have family guidance that's there. Uh, the rescue mission has a spot there. The veterans group, community hope soldier on comes there. Salvation. Um, the Salvation Army comes um, to the C Center sometimes. The Volunteers of America, they will come and um, 
engage homeless individuals at, at the Sea Center. So again, it's like it's the hub, the single point of entry for not just chronic homeless individuals, but it's going to be for all homeless. And we're not saying that we're going to end homelessness. We're working toward linking um, people to housing, but with the help of our community partners. We need more resources. We need more affordable housing. We need more um, sympathetic uh, social policy, because as you know, the city of Trenton has the most poor people in Mercer County. Most of the poor people in Mercer County, they reside in the city of Trenton, and we need resources. We need a lot of resources. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting that, that you mentioned um, Mercer County, and, and um, you know, I, I'm very public about how fortunate we are to be in this state. I mean, New Jersey is one of the wealthiest states in the country. Yes. Mercer County is one of the, the I believe county. it's 104 top, 105 top wealthiest counties in the country. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's the most culturally and densely populated. The location is, is absolutely perfect yes. for our country. And therefore, we have all these organizations, nonprofits, churches, um, uh, municipal governments who are acting here. But I think we've gotten to this point where that has become the economy. We've now gotten an economy of poorer people or, or people who are downtrodden. Mm -hmm. And it's now the big swing is uh, substance abuse with um, opioid, opioid addictions. Yes. Yes. Now, opioid addictions have been in, in the communities for, for since, since before Always. the 50s and 60s. Right. But now the powers that be, the municipal governments, have now set up a revenue stream from the federal government and mm -hmm. from other private partners mm -hmm for this to now be an economy. Exactly. Well, that means that this is something that's designed. Mm -hmm. So if the economy is designed based upon people who are, have an addiction or a disease, then why can't we turn that economy to something that is, is more widespread, something that is a bit more linear, a bit more depth to it? Something like technology, like the creation of apps. Mm -hmm. That can be done generally by people who are very tech savvy, who are the younger core of people. You know, you hear it all the time. I got a new phone, I give it to my child or I give it to my grandchild and they tell me how it works. Mm -hmm. Well, that means that that ability is an error for them to be able to go ahead and to learn mm -hmm. how to create apps. Now with some education, with some training, we could have an army of people creating apps right here in Mercer County, New Jersey if that is where our focus is. Right. Now, we all understand that there's, um, there's always going to be people who are going to have a different situation than others in life. That's, that's natural. Yeah. But for us to say, we're only going to focus on opioid addiction right now, and we're only going to treat that. But if someone's caught with a joint, we're putting them in prison. Or if someone is uh, riding a bicycle and they're drunk, we're going to lock them up for the weekend and cause a whole nother series of events in their lives, it makes really no sense at all. And, 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 and I'm going to finish up on this. It, it's starting to become very clear to someone like myself who's very neutral that there's underlying ideas behind why things are going in this direction. Now, you can make up your own mind what that is, but I find it interesting that now opioid addiction is a big deal. May I? May sure, I, please. Um, it's funny that you're talking about this because me and Lewis was talking about this today. And it seems to me that from a systematic perspective, that's the whole idea, to keep you in the system. You just got finished saying a, a child can start an app well, guess what? That's business. That's starting a business. I mean, we, we no, we're not going to do that. You understand? We're going to keep you um, doped up so you can keep yourself, so we can use your, so we can get money off you. Mm -hmm. Understand? And I wish Lewis was here because he can explain it a little bit more in depth than I can. But it seems to me what you just what you just got finished saying was that that's the whole idea. The whole idea is to keep people. Um, Keep people attached to something. You understand what I'm saying? So if you can keep me, if I can keep you attached for being, you know, instead of teaching somebody, you could teach somebody. I can give you, I can give you a fish, but I would prefer 
you teach me how to fish. You understand what I'm saying? That's just me. Teach me how to fish so I can feed my family. Now, and I'm going to stop you there because I didn't want to go in this direction, but, but this is critical. Yes, it is. So if myself, I'm, I don't have any advanced degrees, I'm not a political science major, I didn't study sociology. If at this advanced age where I am, if I can read and research and find out this is what's happening, then I know that there's other people out there who feel the same way and who are more intellectual or more educated in these particular subjects than I am. So therefore, we need to come together. And we're in a situation where we are in the city of Trenton, in the state of New Jersey. We just had a presidential election. We have some midterm elections coming up as well. Folks, I could care two cents about what your your uh, your political affiliation is. I, I could care less. It doesn't mean anything. And most people have no idea what mine is. I could care less. It's not a point. But what a point is to me is if we don't exercise our rights to voice our opinion, to hold people who are elected accountable, we are going to see this continue to happen and the separation, the divide of people who are the haves and the have-nots. And more than likely, history has shown that this is probably going to affect people of color more than people who aren't of color. And that is African Americans and people who are Latino, Hispanic. And if you're considered poor, it's going to affect you even more. So we need to come together and figure out how we can at least have these conversations. And I'm not saying that politicians are right or wrong or that this is a racial thing. That's not what I'm saying. This is a human being thing. And if we are human beings and we are spiritually supposed to love one another and true live out, the, and I'm a Christian, so live out the Christ-likeness and love my neighbor as we love ourselves, then I've got to do this. Because if not, now, what am I doing to my creator? What am I telling my creator? Well, you know, I, I didn't want to deal with it because those people were white or they were Hispanic or they didn't speak the same language. Or they were poor. Or they were poor. Or homeless. Or homeless. That's so right. we're about to finish up, and I, I normally don't take that much time sharing my own personal opinions. Right. But uh, as we're finishing up quickly, can you, uh, final words? I would just like to say that, that we um, invite everyone to come out to the event tomorrow. If you know someone that is homeless, please refer them to the to the event because again our ultimate goal is to be able to identify and engage all homeless individuals in Mercer County. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, please by all means come out um, to the event. Um, it's going to be something very um, interesting. Um, in the words of uh, Bruce Lee movie <laughs> <laughs> of epic proportions. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Very good, Kevin. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Parham and, and Janet Porter yes. of the Cease Center, thank you so much for thank your you time. So much thank you for And I will us. have you back, and I'm going to make my best effort to get there tomorrow. Sure to the Homeless Outreach uh, event is taking place Wednesday, June 14th, with a rain day, June 21st, 10 to 1 Mill Hill Park, Trenton, New Jersey. More information is available, 609-989-3722. Talk to you next week, friends. You've been listening and watching the Trenton 360. Five show. Good night.